up to another good, good morning, time to go to the 3 by 5 Live podcast. On this podcast, we talk about mindset, mindfulness, productivity, all things self-development, some tools to improve your life. Uh, hint, hint. Foreshadowing. Last, yes, foreshadowing. Last week, what did we talk about, Jesse? Um, last week, we talked about gratitude. We talked about gratitude, yes. The, the gratitude uh, flow. Yep. The grateful flow. The grateful flow. There we go. See, look at that. Just some brain, <laughs> brain energy there. And in a few days, where are we going? We are headed to Austin, Texas. Yeah. To go to, I don't know, like a conference, self-development opportunity. Um, I've always wanted to visit Austin. I've never been. Mm-hmm. Multiple people have told us that we should go. I don't know what that means in regards to our personalities. If it's like a hippie town or if it's like a hipster town or lots of good plant-based or, options and or, i don't know but multiple people have told us like we need to go to austin so yeah so we're going to a conference down there um one of the speakers is someone i uh will admit having a massive man crush on sure yep sure sure does <laughs> <laughs> his name is jesse Itzler. so and, and i'm actually have a girl crush on his wife sarah blakely who is an incredible entrepreneur she and is success story and just an overall kick-ass human being excuse my language Yes. So, so we're pumped. We're pumped. I feel like, um, but right before COVID, we went to a conference right at the end of the year. Um, yeah, it was called did. the best year ever blueprint Hal Elrod. With Hal Elrod, and mm-hmm. it was such a catalyst to just change and, and focus on just him and I, and, um, how are we going to reset and go into the new year with some really awesome goals. And I feel like we need that pause and just, if, you know, like everybody, we've been going a hundred miles per hour and I'm excited to have some one-on-one time with my yeah, My a, little date, a little date. <laughs> yeah, and that conference, um, I think you reap the rewards of massive life change from that conference. So hopefully it's my turn this time. Yeah, I'll support that. All right. I'll thanks. get on board with that. <laughs> so anywho, so, uh, this week. <clears throat> this week, excuse me. Um, so there's been two things this year that has impacted me greatly. And I've mentioned this on the podcast, two podcasts that I thought were phenomenal for me. They resonated with me. Um, the one was called Choose Your Heart which is just a way to like live frame life. Um, that saying uh, that podcast really just hit home with me. The other one was 1% better, but the tangible nature of the 1% 14 minutes and 24 seconds. Mm -hmm. Uh, that one really hit home with me. And this is, this is the third, this is the third for the year. What we're going to talk about here, uh, called the life force. It's another tool, from the documentary Stuts that we mentioned last week. Uh, I promise we're not just going to go through all the tools in this documentary <laughs> for the next yeah. five weeks. No, um, but this one definitely created some and generated some conversation and just um, like swirled around a little bit. We were chewing on it. And so I think that some of the principles could be really helpful and applicable to, to others. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we'll start out like we did last week by describing like the visual. The, the visual, the little sketch that they do in the documentary. Mm-hmm. So imagine a pyramid. Um, I said almost like a f- food pyramid, how it's kind of divided. It's like tiered. Tiered in sections. So, you know, at the bottom is your relationship with your body. Uh, in the middle is your relationship with people. And at the top is your relationship with self. And um, we're going to kind of get into each section. But the, the biggest catalyst to changing your life force 
in the movie, they argument is body. Mm-hmm. So really connecting with the pillars of really move, sleep, eat. Mm-hmm. You know, those three things, how you relate with those things is going to have the biggest impact on your overall life force and your mental health. Yeah, that's I'm glad you said the mental health piece, because this tool was introduced um, as a tool for mental health, which is really interesting because immediately when we're, you know, ongoing with therapy or we're doing something to work on our mental health, I think that we sometimes remove ourselves away from our body. But the statistic that he said in the documentary was that if you just do the pillars, so if you think about a pyramid, the biggest you know, a percent change or what you want to like in- incorporate is the largest is at the, the bottom or the foundation or the base. And so body was 80. They said, if you just focused on just moving your body, eating better, sleeping better, then you would feel 85% better, which is a huge and mentally, right? So mental yeah. health wise. And I just think that we sometimes are disconnected from our bodies in terms of having a direct relationship to our mental health. And I just thought that that was really cool. Yeah. I mean, the, the 85% stat really just hit home deeply with me because I know my life force is so much stronger Mm -hmm. after a good night of sleep and clean diet and exercise. Like I'm just vibrating on a different level. Um, And before we get into the other sections, uh, before I forget to say it, he argues it's just like, if you want your passion, your purpose in life, Mm -hmm. and you don't know what that is, then the first thing you should do is make working on your life force, your passion and purpose. And then once your life force is dialed in, it's going to guide you towards your passion and purpose. Mm -hmm. And I just wanted to kind of earmark that because I think it was so impactful as we go through the next two tiers here to really chew on that. Like if I, it's so hard, people are like, well, what's my passion? What's my purpose? I don't know. I don't know. Your passion and purpose right now should be your life force. It's so funny you say that because I just had this conversation yesterday with my grad students. I'm teaching a course right now, and I was talking to them about this very thing because we got into the conversation of meaning, purpose, and passion. And so many people, you've heard us talk about this a thousand times, but they have that fatigue around that dialogue of what is my passion and what is my purpose. And our definition or my definition is always becoming the absolute best version of yourself, and then your passion and purpose naturally like unfolds for you. That is the only time that you can hear the universe knocking is what Mm -hmm. is the next step and how can I use this to turn outward and serve others. And so I, I, when he was talking about the statistic, I actually was picturing the pyramid. And I don't think people recognize that it's not selfish to focus on the that pillar of body and self because that will ultimately lead to happiness, fulfillment, passion, purpose, all of those things we're striving for and we're, we're searching for. And that idea of like it's lost, like we're searching, we're trying to find it. It's not lost. It's within you, but you can't hear it or listen to it unless you focus on that body pillar. Exactly. Exactly. So above body is people. Uh, So what is your relationship with people? You know, how are you connecting with people? What are your relationships like? Um, One thing in the documentary that he said that really hit home with me, which is terrible. uh, But it's just like, even if you go go to lunch with a person that's not interesting, it doesn't matter. You're still going to take something from that lunch because you're connecting with the human race. That person represents the human race. You connected with them. And that is, you know, doing something for your overall life force 
um, and maybe you poured into them in some in some manner. And this, he talks about the visualization of when you are feeling depressed or overwhelmed or, or disengaged with life, you can almost picture yourself as like a ship being pulled out to sea. And so that happens with our relationships, not intentionally. We don't intentionally call like not call people back or not reach out. But the the key is not to wait for somebody to reach out to you. And that's the hardest part. You yeah. need to take on the initiation of calling that person to have a lunch meet or making that meeting or having a, a phone call that's just going to like, you know, scratch the surface of a relationship. Because often when we're in that state of mental depression, that's really tricky for us. And so that push to do so. And that, again, has such an impact on your overall life force and feeding that life force for overall well-being and happiness. Yeah. And, and the, the very top is, is self. Uh, so how are you tapping into your unconscious? Um, what is your relationship with self and your unconscious? And, you know, he says, like, how do you do that? How do you do that? And it's through the act of journaling. And that's what the three by five cards really prompt you to do is it's just as little journaling exercises. But when you start journaling, it becomes a mirror of your unconscious. And I love just that visual visualization of a mirror of your unconscious when you just start writing. Like, what am I going to start writing about? It doesn't matter. Just start writing. Ask yourself a, a, a question to prompt it. Like, what is my purpose? And then you just start journaling. It doesn't even matter. And then just see what comes out. And that is connecting with yourself, your deeper unconscious being um, that helps guide your overall life force. It's, I'm not trying to connect this back to my class, but we also had this exact conversation yesterday because we had the, the grad students or my grad students go through this exercise where we asked them the question of like, when are you happiest? When do you feel most fulfilled? What are what qualities that you look at in another person? What are your strengths? And um, so they were journaling and I put journaling music on and we gave them like periods of time where it was actually silent and they were writing. And the last exercise we had them do was to write 23 <clears throat> things that they wanted to either do, say, be in 2023. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we have them go around and explain like what was something from the whole day of classes that like stood out to them, like a takeaway. And so many people said, I cannot remember the last time I sat in silence and wrote anything down on a piece of paper and wow. how it made that list of 23 things that's been swirling in their brains of all the things they'd like to get done. It made it concrete and like organizationally, it helps your brain actually be able to achieve your goals. And so that lost art of just like silent spaces to write and reflect is it's something that you have to set time for it because it doesn't just lend itself naturally into our busy lives and our schedules. So, yeah, exactly. So, one tangible thing that I've been doing over the last you know two weeks since I, watching this documentary, three weeks, is I actually draw the pyramid on the PM win side of the card, and I just designate like you know the the bottom portion being eighty five percent, then the people for portion being ten percent, and then the self portion being five percent, and I give myself a scale for that day to come up with a quantifiable, how close was I to a hundred mm -hmm. takeaway? Uh, where was my life force? Now, how do I feel in relationship to that score? A lot of times they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I love the thought as we wrap up here of, if you don't have a purpose, if you don't have a passion, your passion really should be working on your life force and making it shine bright for others to say so. I, 
I, that was beautiful, but I wanted to say one more thing. Sorry, just thinking about this tool and he utilizes this in his counseling right off the bat. And so if you are struggling with depression or mental health, I first of all, we don't want to downplay those feelings and how mucky and sticky that is. But he talks about how one action, like doing one thing and giving people the first time he meets them this pyramid to say, this is something you have control over. And this is something that if you do this, you will feel 85% better. What that 85% does is give you hope. And that hope allows you to continue to make changes. And so if you are feeling stuck and and these words aren't necessarily landing, I just encourage you to try that body pillar, if nothing else, like this week, maybe trying to get an extra out, a couple hours of sleep, maybe trying to eat, like try a new clean recipe that's going to help your body fuel with, you know, good foods. And those little small percent changes can really have an incredible impact. Exactly. All I feel right. like we just ended the podcast twice, but like I just... <laughs> say that one thing because you need to take like a baby step like one little step and i feel like it makes all the difference in the world totally all right right, guys that being said sorry have a great week until next week week. we'll tell you how austin went see ya see ya we are all